everybody. Long life to you and everybody around you. This is Today in Space. I'm Alex Orfanos. I hope you all are doing well. I really do. I hope your family's safe. Good luck to you with whatever challenges you're facing in today's world. We're here today to get a little bit of escape from the real world, um, but also there's some exciting stuff. It's the summer. Summer solstice just happened. So we're entering a change, even though the world around us doesn't seem to be changing uh, as crazy as it is. It's time to do some new things. So what I'm really excited to talk about this week is, you know, we had some requests from you guys, which I always love getting, about new things we can do, right? One of those new things that we could do this summer was start building model rockets using our 3D printing technology, our 3D printing lab, AG3D, and actually making rockets specifically designed based on all of our input, right? So that's, it's going to be a super fun, like, honestly, this is the best, this is the best way that I like to learn, right? Being hands-on, first of all, right? We're actually going to make a real rocket completely custom to whatever design we're looking for. We're going to be using Bernoulli's equation. I'm going to be able to share some of this knowledge about rockets and the things that I've learned in school that I never really had a chance to do growing up. That's something we'll talk about a little bit further down in the episode. But we're talking about interactive learning. We're talking about be, just because you're a part of this podcast, that means you're going to have a, a direct input into how we're going to create these rockets. And of course, this is kind of setting up the groundwork for where we want to go in the next five years of this podcast. But a great place for all of us to start and to learn, including myself, is to actually make these model rockets, get the actual engines, launch these things, have a mission criteria, like what are we shooting for? basically replicate what we're seeing in real life right now with NASA and SpaceX, use the, the, the mentalities that they're using right now, you know, fail fast, uh, learn quicker, um, fail, launch, repeat, like the whole approach that SpaceX has taken, we're going to try and replicate that for ourselves here. I'm going to be able to break down scientific information, right, about stuff about rockets and, and introduce that to you guys so that if you're brand new to this, you can you can jump in. You can actually get involved in building a rocket and there's, it's going to be, for me, it's going to be a great experience. Uh, I hope that you enjoy. There's going to be tons of things that we're going to do. You know, for instance, one of the things that I definitely want to do is is, is first of all, design the rocket completely from scratch. And so one of the things I was thinking that would be pretty cool would be to actually live stream me doing that. And then that'll give you guys an opportunity to see how we're actually building everything. You'll learn a little bit about 3D design. You'll learn a little bit about 3D printing, you know, the limitations. I have enough expertise in that regard to kind of give you guys the different reasons why we may construct something a little bit different than, say, a normal model rocket. Uh, and really what I'm, I'm fascinated by, and Steve, thank you so much for this recommendation, uh, for, for doing this and, and, and sharing it online. I mean, this is, this is why we're here. It's about sharing, you know, science communication. This is, we're, we're, I, 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 if you can't tell, I'm already excited. I'm, I'm just stumbling through my words here because it, it's, this is, this is how I learn the best is by doing. And this is such a cool project. You know, we're, I've kind of reached this new level of being able to put out content and this just, this is just fun. And so to be able to capture that and share that with you, that's, that's going to be super exciting. Uh, and it's only possible for us to be able to build in our, you know, one of the great things that SpaceX has is they manufacture pretty much everything of the rocket, the majority of the rocket at the very least 
in their own building with the company itself does it. So they don't need to have, you know, how NASA is set up currently where there's different stations. They work with a bunch of different contracts. You got to ship it and, and stuff like that. So there's a, there's a big time suck in getting parts. We're going to be able to do this pretty rapidly. And that's one of the great things that 3d printing offers, you know, right now in the, in the 3d printing lab with AG 3d, we're, we're doing very well as far as you know the as far as covid's concerned you know we've had continued business in fact more business than we usually do and you know i'm able to do this while uh, while we do the podcast right now i'm doing a lot of repairing and upgrading of some old printers we we want to make sure that we have the capacity to not only do this rocket project where we're going to build a rocket here but also be able to keep up with the people that we help service in our community, right? And we have a lot going on, honestly. We've got our Instagram page, AG3D Printing. You can see basically all of our 3D printing adventures, all the little things that we're doing. You learn a little bit about 3D printing. We'll obviously have a bunch of this rocket project on there. But right now, we need to have enough 3D printers. We have four 3D printers in-house. All of them are FFF plastic 3D printers, printers that are able to do things like this. They extrude tiny little bits of plastic, and they're able to create various shapes. That's the technology we have right now. Two of our 3D printers, one has a power supply issue. That's the Rigibot Big. That was my first 3D printer that I ever got. I need to rewire the power supply for that. Uh, something I did last time, there's literally no power coming through. So obviously I did something wrong. <laughs> so I'm learning there. And with the other printer, our XYZ Printing Da Vinci 3-in-1, which has the ability to have a laser engraver switched out instead of the extruder for for 3d printing which is pretty cool it also has a 3d scanner that's not great but it works it's cool 3d printer but it's not 3d printing anymore one of there's a lot of clicking going on and not a lot of printing going on so there's something wrong it's a learning opportunity for me so i'm going to rip that apart carefully get to the nuts and bolts figure out what's going on i've been researching different ways that we can upgrade that uh you know there's a new extruder i'd like to put on there but there's, you know, it's how much money do you want to sink into the project? Uh, if it works, just let it work until it doesn't work anymore. I've researched a plan to put on a new extruder, uh, basically the same parts that all my other 3D printers have, which for me makes it a lot easier because I don't have to buy uh, a bunch of the same parts to repair it. We're also working on a bunch of things for just science communication, education, the stuff that I've been very good at in my actual like day job career. Uh, I've gotten really good at taking the same thing that I do here, communicating complex scientific topics in the simplest of ways, but also doing training content that specifically addresses the needs of the company. Obviously that's been in the 3D printing space, so why not do it for you guys? So there's a string of videos that I'm I'm in the process of making. They are going through edits. But yeah, I'm I'm tinkering. That's that's what I'm doing to get through all this madness that's going on. That's my pastime that's that's what makes me happy and makes me think. And I, I hope that you take the time, especially during this, if you haven't found it already, take the time to figure out the thing that, that makes you happy. And and there's there's so much of a mental health aspect to what's going on today that you you need that stuff. I know I do. I know I do. So I can't I can't push that enough. One other thing, definitely 
to go check out is our Spotify playlist, the Space Mix. It's a culmination of all the different space songs. I use it constantly to get ready for the show. We're always adding new things. We, If you have any recommendations of anything that's space or science related, um, and it can be in a lot of different ways. So check out that playlist. We just added two more this past week. We added uh, Space Cowboy by NSYNC and Claire de Lune, which is the you know famous whenever there's a, a classical moon scene. That's That's the... That's the song you you choose. So Space Mix on Spotify. Go check that out. Uh, give it a like. Share it. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And obviously, tell us uh, if you have any recommendations. We'll add that in, and we'll let you know that we did. It'll be up there for your own entertainment. Back on the summer of Rockets, our Rocket Project, there's a lot of different ways that we're going to be able to let you guys get involved and, and, and let this be a collaborative thing, like all of us working on this project. You know, one of the things that I can't stress enough is... I may have an aerospace engineering degree, but that doesn't mean that I've done everything aerospace related. You know, I, my my experience with aerospace as an industry, and that's not just rockets, that's planes. You know, I some people, you know, would would look at the moon, and they so they got into astronomy. Um, we know that from some of our interviews on People of Science, where we interview people who are just passionate about space or science and talk about their backgrounds. It's interesting to see how a bunch of different people got into science in their own way. You know, especially, you know, Julia Kaliski, who's an amazing artist, and she's she's definitely the, the full spectrum, the steam of someone of science. It was very interesting hearing her perspective and a lot of other people that we've had on the show. And it, it makes me think about where where kind of my, like, why did I get into aerospace? Like, that's a very weird thing. Like, going to school to be a rocket scientist, like, that's a... <laughs> You'd be kind of like, why? Like, what What caused it? Obviously, one of the big influences was actually movies. Apollo 13, that scene where they dumped the uh, all the parts on the table when they're trying to scrub the CO2 out of the capsule so that they could bring home the Apollo astronauts uh, after they weren't able to land on the moon uh, because they could have died on the way back. And that scene where they dumped it and they said, we've got to figure out how to make this work. Go. And everyone, like, jumps to, to th- that scene that made me want to become an engineer um, and to f- to fix things and so like when I was younger I was always fiddling with things and making things out of whatever supplies I had around my my grandparents on both sides both came from Greece to the U.S. in the '60s and that's when we came to this country so my parents were the first ones to go to college and so it's definitely interesting when you think about opportunity and. Sometimes you just, like, you don't know what you don't know, right? There's that classic classic saying, and that's very true. I didn't know that you could figure, learn how to, to mill and to, to, to manufacture and tinker and model rockets. And, like, some of those things I just didn't even know, like robotics clubs. We didn't have a robotics club in my town. And when I went to college, I found out all these people had already been in robotics clubs and stuff like that. So going back to model rockets, I just didn't know that you could just get them on a rocket. Like, I didn't even know to ask. I didn't even know that was possible. So I never did model rockets growing up. Um, I did do, you know, those big foam gliders. You'd assemble them, and I would spend hours tossing that thing around and watching it fly. That is definitely an early memory of kind of what got me into um, space. I've said it before, but I took a college board survey when I was applying for colleges or looking at colleges, and they had like a personality survey, like what career would be good for you. And 
this is probably 2007, I would say. So early internet, <laughs> early internet for sure. But the personality server was good. They came up with literally two options. It was aerospace engineering and astronautical engineering. So basically, they had, I remember the two pictures vividly. It was the fighter plane. I think it was a F-15. I don't remember which, which one it was, but it was a fighter jet and the space shuttle. And... I remember just looking and saying, oh my God, you, like, you can work on the space shuttle. And for me, the, the gliding, you know, work, spending all those years uh, young, playing with those foam gliders, uh, model planes with, with propellers and engines and like wanting to build those. And man, it just, it, it clicked with me, it connected. And so rockets were just the means of bringing that glider into space. I just never had made the connection of, of looking into it. I, I loved October Sky. That movie was great. That was a huge influence. Seeing how they developed their rocket. I mean, that's what this is all about. So, so like I said, I did not have the opportunity. I, I just didn't even know. I didn't even know to do model rockets growing up. So this is going to be a cool experience. I already went to school to learn about this stuff. I have paid for my degree, <laughs> or still paying it off. Um, but I have the diploma. Ha. So <laughs> I'm going to be able to use that knowledge with the just like, oh my God, I finally get to do this in my life with model rockets. And we get to do it completely from scratch. So we, we don't even have to go out there and purchase a model. And, and, and that's what a lot of people can do. But we we are able to do a whole nother step, and who knows what else we're able to do? I mean, I've I have all the parts for a drone. Who knows where this goes? Like, how far we get to push this? Are we going to be able to try and do some kind of crazy recovery with the drone for the model rockets coming back? Like, how many different things are we going to be able to do here that we're seeing in the industry today? And that's where you guys get to be a part of the journey. And I, I think it's going to be really cool. I'm. I'm super excited to see what you guys come up with. And I mean, everything from naming the rocket to even how we're going to approach Bernoulli's equation. And, and that's going to affect our design. Um, it's going to be fun to, to see how I'm going to put that into content and like share it with you guys. But I am open to all ideas, especially if anyone has done model rockets growing up, if they had, you know, if if you've launched them before, what, what were the things that you learned or that you thought were the best? I really want to learn from all you guys. Like, it's not just, I'm not just coming in here to just blah, 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 you know, just vomit information to you guys. I want this to, to be a give and take, you know, you're part of this podcast and I want you to be part of this rocket project. So, um, I'm super excited. I know there's a few people we've talked to that have done it, uh, before. It's like Wayne Newmeyer is literally a rocket propulsion engineer, a rocket scientist. So we've got a lot of people who have resources. So it, it's going to be really cool. If you have any friends that are actual rocket scientists, hit them up. I think this is a cool way for us to do things that just haven't been done before. Try different things and look for different ways that we can do things that have never been done before. And that's that's the excitement of, of what SpaceX brings to the table. Honestly, it's exploratory science. It's R&D. I mean, that was literally my first engineering job. I was a research and development engineer. I was doing composite molding, you know, carbon fiber. And I was working on a new crazy way of making that process more sustainable. And, you know, basically it, when you have to shape around something, there's lead inserts that you have to put in there on uh, they're heavy and getting rid of the those lead inserts that you shape around sometimes or enough times for it to be too expensive it would break the composite as you're taking it out so i was working on an option for a water soluble option so you could literally just take the plate 
put it in water and that stuff would dissolve. That's how I got into exploratory science. And literally just, no one else has done this before. We're lucky that a lot of people have done model rockets before. But starting from complete scratch and learning along the way and just observing at every step and seeing what patterns emerge and what you can do with that. That is the most exciting type of science for me. That's my style. And it's and I thank you guys for the input for, for us to have an opportunity like this to do practical science and I'm super excited, honestly. You know, I've lived by an airport my whole, you know, life growing up. Aerospace has been a part of my life for a really long time, but now I actually get to take it to the next level. Some other things that we got to work on. I got to figure out where we're going to launch these. <laughs> so um, I'm probably going to be talking to my town locally and seeing, just going to the town government and saying, hey, like, what's possible around here? Uh, we may incorporate some kind of, you know, community STEM project where the community gets to come out, watch these launches, just get as many people involved. Because I think this is, there's going to be so much content that's going to come from this that I'm super excited about. It's going to be educational stuff. You guys get to be a part of it. And why not bring our local community in on it? Uh, It just seems like a wasted opportunity, especially with all of the different towns that are cutting budgets. Uh, I mean, all of the all of the stuff that that really is creative seems to be getting cut first, art programs, music programs. Uh, and unfortunately, I have seen that science programs, especially after school programs, are the next to go. So it just only seems inevitable that more programs are going to be needed for the community. And I think that's a way that I can help, it's something I'm passionate about. And if we can have a rocket project and get more people involved, and who knows, maybe we work with the school, with kids after school, who, who knows what comes from this? All I know is this seems like the perfect thing for this summer, uh, for 2020, something exciting to work on. For me, it's tinkering. It's going to be good for my mental health. And for everybody else listening and watching, this is a cool opportunity to uh, get involved. So that's it, folks. Uh, in, in the space world, we have... Starship SN5 out on the pad today. Uh, it's Wednesday, June 24th. We're recording this. They are currently loading propellant. I think they did a pressure test. And now they're going to lift it on the stand to get ready for a static fire and then an actual 150 meter hop, I believe. But a hop nonetheless, that's what they're shooting for. Obviously, there have been issues with the tanks holding pressure. We've SN4 blew up on the pad as well. So, you know, they've got up to SN7, I believe, right now. The whole Boca Chica plant is pretty wild, and I'm, I'm doing my research to kind of basically give you the breakdown of what the Boca Chica, Texas site is, what they're doing, because they're developing so many starships, and they're only getting better, and it's growing as it as it goes, but they're cheaply testing multiple times, and that's what we're trying to simulate with this rocket project, where we're going to be able to manufacture multiple different iterations, change the design on the fly for whatever we see, whatever patterns we're seeing, whatever performance we're trying to achieve. We're going to try it. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be brand new. I'm going to learn. You're going to learn. What more can you ask for? This is the summer of the rocket project 2020. Thank you guys for for being a part of the podcast. I really appreciate you. Don't forget to tell your friends about us. Anyone that's space or science inclined, anyone who's just a little bit interested in science, we're not here to make you feel dumb. We're here to let you know that science is a process of learning. And saying I don't know is the most scientific thing that you can do. 
So that's that's what we're looking forward to. We're looking forward to learning. Can I say that enough? Yeah. So tell your friends about us. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast. Make sure to subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit that click that bell because that is literally how you're gonna find out that a new episode comes out. And we you can follow us on Today in Space Pod on Instagram and Twitter, Today in Space on TikTok, EG3D Printing on Instagram, and of course our website, eg3d-printing.com. We can check out our pricing for 3D printing if you need any yourself, if you need to adjust to what COVID has done to your manufacturing, if you need to basically manufacture fast with plastics and customize, we're here for you. Uh, that's that's what we do. And of course, we've got our 3D, our 3D printed rocket project that we're going to be working on. What else? Our website. We just redid the website, todayinspace.net. Go check that out. Let us know what you think. We're trying to just get a little smarter, a little sleeker, and just we've been so focused on building the community and for me putting it out weekly that I've just been f- so focused on putting this out there. Now we're focusing a little bit more on just the business side of things so that we can keep this thing afloat. I don't have to sink uh, extra money into it. It sustains itself and so we can fund extra projects like the rocket project, and all the other things that we're going to do. Trips down to Florida and elsewhere for rocket launches, that's essentially what we're, we're looking to fund here. So the website helps make that possible. Our Etsy store, ag3dprinting.etsy.com, our shop, where we've got a bunch of different things that we're working on um, from fun cosplay stuff, gifts, stuff around the house. There's so much that we're doing and, and so many things that we can do if you're looking for something. So obviously reach out to us at ag3d printing. We just made some PS4 stands for people the summer those playstations are getting hot when they're gaming they're not performing as well these stands are keeping them a little lifted so they get a little more airflow uh things like that man we're, we're here providing solutions with our technology and our science that's it that's it we're just we're living science and engineering and i i can't thank all of you for following and making this happen and watching and listening it still blows my mind And I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you have a great week. Hang in there and look to the stars. Look for the future that we want to have and work toward it, man. I mean, that's all we we can do uh, because otherwise someone else is going to work for it. So that's it, folks. Have a great week. See you next time. Spread love, spread science. Live long and prosper. See you next time.